Welcome to the Taxel Podcast, where Taxel investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dim, and I'm a Taxel veteran, expert, and trainer. I'm the author of the Taxel Playbook, founder of the Taxel Academy, and I'm your host right here on the Taxel Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, head on over to TaxCellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxCellAcademy.com. On this podcast episode, we're going to go into detail on the last-minute auction prep. These are all the little details that will help ensure that you have a successful auction. But before we dive in, I do want to make one quick note here. It doesn't matter if you're bidding in person or online. The process is going to be just about identical for me. Although online auctions might be a little bit more convenient, I still treat it as if I'm physically going to an auction, even if that going to auction simply means opening up my iPad. But I want to be in a peak state. I want to be ready to jump on any opportunities that pop up for me when I attend an auction, be it in person or online. Now, the first thing you must understand is that your auction prep will start well before the auction. What's the saying? Prepare to fail if you have failed to prepare. That's exactly what happens when it comes to tax sale investing. You must be prepared, like weeks ahead of time. By the time the auction day rolls around, you should already read the laws, read the rules, research the list, determine the values, determine your max bid amounts, and everything else about any potential properties you're looking at. Again, the day of the auction or even the night before is not going to be the time to start researching properties or determining your maximum bid amounts. One thing that always humors me at in-person auctions is when you see a guy walk into the room and he has like binders and binders full of property pressure reports, building inspection reports, notes, everything else. I've even seen some actually pull out full-size, blueprint-size plat maps and start looking and charting properties. Like they're trying to determine their maximum bid amounts or what that property is worth right there in the auction room. That always kind of humors me. The day of the auction is not going to be the time to determine what property is what, your max bid amounts or anything else. That needs to be done well before. Okay, so anyhow, in short, perform your research as early as possible. When you're in this research or in this preparation stage, you'll also want to create a bidding log of some sort. It's usually easiest to complete this log as you're doing the actual research. You'll research, and then you'll log it. Research, then you log it. Now, this could be digital or it could be paper. I actually prefer paper. I use an Excel spreadsheet, but maybe I'm just old school. Now, inside the Tax Law Academy, we actually provide the exact template that I use to our members. But essentially, what you'll want is a list that has the auction lot number, the parcel number, the opening bid amount, and your max bid. Now, I also typically will include some notes for myself that tell me just a little bit about the property, maybe five or six words. And these are really only there to fulfill my curiosity as I'm bidding on that property. My bids are going to be based off only the max bid amounts that I have on that sheet and nothing else. The notes are not taken into consideration at that time. This will be the piece of paper that you need to take with you. And it's very, very important because this is what your bids are going to be based from. In addition to this bid log, I'll also take a complete auction list with me. This really helps to follow along the auction to make sure I don't lose my place. And in some weird situations, they might renumber or reorganize some stuff where it won't exactly match your bid log. So I kind of take both these and cross-reference with each other. There's nothing worse than your property being announced for bidding, 
while you're in the bathroom because you lost your place. Been there, done that, and it is not fun. I'll typically put both the bid list and the taxil list into a three-ring binder. You can buy half-inch three-ring binders in bulk from Amazon for virtually nothing, and I have probably a dozen or two dozen sitting around, so they're there when I need them. And what I'll do is I'll print my bid list, and I'll print my auction list, I'll punch some holes in it, and I'll put them in a three-ring binder. Sometimes I'll even slip a piece of paper in the very front in the cover, the clear cover part, and I'll say, you know, so-and-so county auction on the front of that, especially if I have multiple auctions that week. And I'll just have stacks of binders everywhere, get ready to roll whenever I'm going to those auctions. Now, I like using these three-ring binders because they really keep everything together and in one place for me. I don't have to worry about anything like important papers slipping out. If you just have a stack of papers, it's very easy to set them you know, on your chair or set them in your vehicle as you get in and something blows off the side of it and you forget about it, that kind of thing. So if it's in a three-room binder, it's secure. You don't have to worry about blowing out. It also gives me a hard surface to write on. And also, of course, it does provide some sort of privacy compared to my neighbor sitting next to me trying to peer over my shoulder to figure out what I'm there to bid on. Now, along with this information, it's also a good idea to have any registration paperwork ready to go. You won't need this in all counties, but some counties will require additional paperwork to register. This could be something like an affidavit that states you don't owe any outstanding taxes in that specific county, or it might just be a pre-registration form or something along those lines. But whatever it is, go ahead and have this ready to go and in your three-ring binder if it's required. Next, you'll want to triple check that you have your identification. Most auctions will require ID in order to register, and you don't want to be turned away because you left your wallet or your purse at home. So make sure you have that ID. After that, get your deposit ready to go. This is something that should you should have well in advance of the auction, and you should have really read those rules to figure out exactly what they want, because in some situations, they don't even allow cash, but in other situations, they require cash. So understand what your auction company or your county wants. Okay, so figure out what they want by reading the rules well ahead of time and make sure you're prepared the night before the auction. All right, so you got your auction list, your bid sheet, your ID, and your deposit ready to go. What's next? So. Some people actually get this question from time to time. Some people stress about what exactly they should wear to an in-person tax auction about the clothes, right? And this is really a non-issue, so don't get worked up about it. It's not a fashion show, and you're not there to really impress anybody. But you do need to dress nice enough where you're going to be confident if you make a connection with a very successful tax sale investor that might be able to mentor you, or maybe an appraiser, or maybe a realtor, somebody like that. You want to be able to have enough confidence that you're not dressed like a bum, that you can actually talk to somebody and put together a, a you know somewhat decent conversation with that person. With that said, you also don't need to be in a full suit and tie. You don't want to look like a banker or an attorney or anything like that, okay? So somewhere in the middle, maybe a business professional type look, but lose the tie, okay? Now, you got all your bidding materials ready. You're well-dressed. I've got a few more things that I suggest bringing with you. I always bring my cell phone and I make sure it's fully charged up. Honestly, it can just be a great way to kill time during these auction breaks and it can just be nice to have with you. I also like to bring business cards just in case you ever need them along with at least two pins to take notes, because I have had situations where I took one pin and it ran out of ink. Never did it again either, so always bring two pins to take your notes to also help you record those winning bid amounts for your properties and for other properties and that kind of stuff. Now, if you feel the auction will be rather lengthy based on the number of properties, you have you know 10,000 properties to be auctioned off, it's gonna take some time, probably a few days, but in that situation, you might wanna check the auction or the facility rules to see if you'll be able to bring a snack and or a bottle of water along with you. Nothing is worse 
than sitting in an auction for 12 hours straight on a hard courtroom bench without a single thing to drink or eat. Again, been there, done that, and it is not fun. Now, once you've got all this stuff together, it's time to put it somewhere where you're not going to forget it the evening before. Now, this might sound like it's rather elementary, but it's very, very important. Whether that's next to the door, maybe it's in your passenger seat of the vehicle you're taking or wherever else, just do it the night before so you're not scrambling last minute. And speaking of last minute, be sure to arrive well in advance of the start time. It is much, much better to be early to an auction than to be late at one. There's nothing worse than standing in line trying to register for an auction as you hear the very property that you're there to buy being auctioned off in the other room. It's a bad, bad feeling. So in addition to all this, you want to be in a peak mental state. And this might sound hokey to you or whatever else, but in my opinion, this is one of the most important things. You need to be very well rested. You should have proper nutrition both the day before and the morning of that auction. You should be excited and you should be ready to go. Now, I know this is not like a marathon or you're not an athlete or anything like that, but tax sale auctions are an extremely important part of our business. They can be mentally taxing and you must be ready to act on the right opportunity. And your mental state has so much to do with this. All right, guys, so that's pretty much it. In a nutshell, your auction prep should start well in advance and it should be very, very thorough. You need to make sure that you have your auction bid list, the auction list itself, identification, your cash or your deposit, whatever they require, some pens, some business cards, your cell phone, any registration papers. You need to make sure that you can take a snack or drink and if you can, take one with you. Guys, make sure you have all this stuff. If you have to, re-listen this podcast episode the day before the auction to make sure you don't forget anything. And then obviously, guys, as you go through this auction cycle, as you become more and more confident and familiar with the way the auctions work in your specific area where you're investing, you'll likely want to add some things to this list that will help you become even more prepared for the auctions that you're attending. So hopefully this list has helped you as you're preparing for your first or your next tax sale auction. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. And if you haven't done so yet, be sure to pick up your free copy of my book, Tax Sale Playbook, and you can get that at TaxSaleAcademy.com. The book itself is free. We just ask for your help in covering the nominal shipping cost. And as always, guys, if you found this episode helpful, or any other episodes for that matter, please take a few seconds and leave positive feedback to us. We read every single review, and we notice every single five-star positive feedback, and we are so, so appreciative for you guys that have done that already. If you haven't yet, please, again, take the time to do that. It'll mean the world to us. Take care, guys, and make it a successful day. Bye-bye.